Welcome to the Daily Degenerate, the ultimate sports and entertainment podcast for your busy life. My name is Cohen Hughes, co-host and producer, and I'm joined by Los Angeles' very own Maddie Goldberg. We appreciate you listening and hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to episode number 38 of the Daily Degenerate Sports Podcast. I'm Matt Goldberg. We're coming a day early because it's Thanksgiving tomorrow. We want to get this out before the game's tomorrow. And I'm in L.A. It's actually cold. And in Smyrna, Georgia, this guy is there. Matty Goldberg loves when I do my song and dance. So I'll do it for the 38th consecutive time on this podcast. I don't mean to interrupt you, but it's like when a wrestler, you know, like they're like, ladies and gentlemen. This is my promo video. This is is my walk-up song. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, um, I am Podcast Poppy. I am the professional devil's advocate. Um, My two spirit animals, I am the Johnny Sins of podcasting because I'm fucking y'all. And I am the Michael Rappaport of the South because of all the shit I talk. Coming to you live in Smyrna, Georgia. Pretty chilly outside. Um, nothing outside of the ordinary. Um, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Eve. Thanksgiving. Um, tomorrow is Thanksgiving, which it'll be today, I guess, when you guys are listening to it. So happy Thanksgiving. Matty What's Goldberg, your tradition? Any special, time, any special plans? Well, I always have it at my house. Uh, your sister's house or your it, parents' house? My sister's house. Uh, you know, my family, when I grew up, you know, I haven't been there in years and somebody owns it. So I have, I have no more affiliation with New York. Like I have no nobody. Yeah, I, li- I have relatives that live actually because my dad's from Boston. Um, a relative that lives in Cape Cod and bought in Massachusetts. But that's it. So I don't have a lot of family. I have new family because of, you know, my sister has a kid and. Her husband, he's a gambler, but he's only gambles on occasions. Nice. So he gets out about a couple hundred bucks. He says, do your thing. And, and we, I try to make him money, and we watch the games like maniacs. Mm-hmm. I love turkey. Turkey's one of my favorite food. I love gravy. I love mashed potatoes. And uh, one of my favorite holidays for sure because just a lot of football, a lot of eating, and just a lot of like, you know, you're a kid. There's no pressure. No, nah, no, nah, you, you just you just eat and fucking watch football, and your mom cleans up all the dishes, and your aunt and uncles and you, go home, and you're fucking done. You know, you get to sit here and, and be fat on your couch, and you get a good nap in the daytime. Yep. Um, you got a lot of family or not? Nah? nah, me no. Um, so tomorrow, uh, we were having Thanksgiving at my parents' house, which is about an hour and a half north of Atlanta. In a little town called Cartersville, White, more specifically. Um, yeah. They'll make the drive up to eat with us. It'll probably be about 15, 20 people, not a big thing. Uh, mostly my dad's so That's a lot of people. Uh, not really. I mean, for, like, me, for me, that's a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't really have like a whole, whole, whole bunch of family. Like my dad's side of the family is kind of like disoriented is like the wrong word, but like half yeah. of them talk to us, half of them don't, half of them are like sure. meth, meth, white trash, half of them aren't. Sorry um, to hear that. Sorry if you're listening, you know, like it's just the way it is. <laughs> Spades a spade. Um, we're going to have it at, at my parents' house. We're going to watch all three games, at least I am. Um, eat a bunch of good food. We don't really do like traditional like Thanksgiving food much. My dad just cooks what he wants. Like, yeah, yeah. So he doesn't, have you don't have turkey? Or you no, gotta, you yeah, no, we're going to have turkey, of course, but we're going to have like, Probably like some 
rice pilaf or something. You know, like That's we're gonna have like some other oh. shit. You know, like we're not having squash casserole. We're having French fries. We're having fucking scalloped potatoes. You know, like we're like we do half Thanksgiving food, half half just good food. Noted. Because I'm now, not eating. I'm not eating like the fucking 1777 pilgrims and eating out of a fucking cornucopia. What time? What time do you start eating like the turkey or whatever the big meal is? Um. Anywhere from one to three, I guess. So yeah, so it's right in the first game. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. me, for me, it was always later, like four or five. So it's right in the Cowboys game. But now it's great. So I'll be, I'll be in in between the Cowboys and your and your Falcon Saints game. Mm-hmm. Well, the Saints game and is I, on is on late. I got a lock too, but we'll we'll uh, you know I'm pumped, you know. It's kind of a bummer for you because I'm, I'm sure when you saw the schedule, like, wow, the Falcons are on Thanksgiving. And I sure did. It's kind of a bummer because who would have thought that they were a five-point favorite against the Saints earlier in the season. They should have covered that game. And now they're a 13-and-a-half-point dog. Doesn't feel good. And also some more bad news for us Falcons fans. Deion Jones will not play tomorrow. So he's a today. defensive guy? Yeah, he's one of the top two guys on the defense. And that's just crazy because the Saints are a juggernaut right now in offense. I first want to say I just watched Duke. And before I even watched him this year, everybody's like, Zion Williamson's amazing. Uh, they're the Alabama of college basketball. Nobody's going to beat them. Not, I mean, they're a great team, but I'm not impressed. I mean, they'll probably get better. And I'm not ready to call Zion Williamson fucking LeBron James just yet. Or, or even close. I mean, he's got a long way to go. He seems like a really good kid. I like his inside game. Doesn't seem like he can shoot outside yet. I mean, he's got a really great, big, tough body. But <laughs> you know, I, I'm not. I'm not seeing the LeBron James comparisons. No, and these like and these these player comparisons are really unfair because he could so have unfair, just like a, like a, like a super unique game. He could affect the yeah. game in ways that we couldn't quantify. Whatever the term you want to say. Zion Williamson, I, I think, is going to be a great basketball player. I think he's fine at what he does. He could definitely improve in his weak areas. But sure. for I, I would say I agree with you. I don't think that the LeBron James comparison or the King comparison or the New Hope for the NBA comparison is fair for him, especially being a freshman in college who's played all of – I do like his inside games. moves, but I just uh, – you know, I don't see it yet. And it's uh, Duke just lost to Gonzaga. Gonzaga was the number three team. I know these tournaments. I don't know how much we want to put into these like kind of preseason tournaments. Well, but for, it's well, good for a to... team, a team that's been highly regarded like they have. Yeah, you have to put yeah. weight on it. You know, like you can't say, "Oh, sure. it's just a chintzy fucking Bahamas tournament where they played in, in a fucking resort." You know, like you can't you can't make that excuse for them whenever everyone's saying how good they were going to be. Yeah. Well, another thing too is like they're not Alabama. No, they're they're not Alabama. Like you can't compare them. Like. They're going to lose some games. Mm-hmm. They're going to lose four to five, four to six games this season. Basketball is like that too, you know. Like you, it's very yeah, hard but, to go undefeated in a, in a basketball season. Yeah, but that Kentucky team that almost went undefeated, like they were very, very dominant. You know, even more dominant than this Duke team. They also uh, had had the the pleasure of playing in a SEC basketball conference that's actually kind of weak. It was yeah. now. Now the SEC has has got, kind of gotten a little better with Alabama coming up. Uh, Vanderbilt's kind of refueling. Tennessee's still good, but it's not like playing in the ACC like Duke has to, where every conference game somebody could knock you off. 
I, I'm watching this Gonzaga team. They're really good, and they're one of their best players didn't even play. I mean, they they're, they can make some noise. It might be the year of Gonzaga, but it's way too early. Uh, we should probably quickly talk about – we talked about the King returning. We hope he gets a big uh, applause. And then we should talk about the, the couple of – well, of course, Michigan-Ohio State. I'm going to go with Michigan. And I was thinking – your man, Mike, my fucking man, Leach. Yep. They have a. They have an actually now. I was thinking they have an interesting shot. Yep, they do to get in. That's a good way to put it. Interesting shot. Like some teams have to lose, they have to win out, but they have a shooter's chance in hell of making it as a top four team. Because listen, Ohio State's ten. Who's to say that Ohio State, if they win a sloppy game against Michigan, they're going to jump from ten? The four. I was thinking about that. I was thinking five o- or six, but I'm, I'm following you. Oklahoma's got to play West Virginia on the road. Oklahoma's got shitty D. Washington State, if they take care of business and Oklahoma loses and Ohio State wins, there's a very, very good chance they'll get that four spot because Georgia will probably not beat Alabama and they'll get knocked out. Um, the only way that I see Georgia making it to the playoff is if Washington State, Michigan, and Ohio State all lose in separate games, and Georgia just even even if they lose to Bama, they have to put up yeah. the toughest game in the world. I think they're Georgia's just about only way to make it to the playoff is to beat Bama and play the schedule. Yeah. Georgia so, definitely could make it if you know everyone else loses. Well, they got to win out. They, they, yeah, but at this point in the season, yeah, you don't want to play for help. You're you want to win. The, out. the crazy thing is that Georgia would would overtake the Big Ten team and be at four or something, and Alabama would be like three. I, I was about to say I, got, I would put Bama at th- Bama at four and Georgia at three if that happened, but it's not going. Yeah, to. But I'm, yeah. So it's it's pretty nutty that Washington State has this weird chance. And I, I've seen in the NFL where like last year, there was no way the Bills should have made the playoffs. They needed like eight things to happen and they, and, and it, it happened. And it did. Yeah. So you never know. You just take care of business. I mean, we got three amazing days of sports. Cause you got the foot, the NFL tomorrow, which is, I love Thanksgiving NFL. And then you got some great college football games, West Virginia, Oklahoma, yep. uh, Washington, Washington state, and then Saturday, out here you got Notre Dame, USC, which is a play, and Michigan, Ohio State, and then you got NFL on Sunday. Four fucking days. This is insane. And let's not forget that the NBA schedule tonight is actually pretty stacked. I think there's about 10, 10 games going on, eleven games going on. See, save that for Thomas Penchlin. I'll, I'll save that for Thomas Penchlin. Don't worry. I'm just about busting it. your balls. Uh did they give the day off to the, on Thanksgiving to the NBA though, right? Yeah, they do, and um, I think that's kind of weird. Seeing as well, they, they want to give it to the NFL, and, and, and yeah, I see that. I see the TV side of things, but the NBA plays on Christmas, so does yeah, the NFL. You know, like, yeah, you, can, you, you can share holidays. You were jerking off because the Jazz got a Christmas game. Like, who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. But you know, you have very low standards of life. I, I get do. it. I, I do. Hey, well, why be disappointed? Set your standards low and be happy whenever good shit happens. Like, oh my God, the Jazz are on TVS on Christmas. Oh my God, that's like a that's a, that's that's a Christmas like, miracle. Yeah, that's like a Brazzers stepmom porn, dude. Oh my God. So 
Now let me ask you: Is Mitchell Trubisky playing? He will not play. He is. Ex- I. The way that I've read it, and the way that I've heard it on the radio, was that the teams have until about tonight at about six, retroactively yeah. speaking, from now, to decide yeah. who was going to play and who's not. Of course, you can have game time decisions, but speaking yeah. speaking internally for for a team aspect, um, um, they do not think that Mitchell Trubisky will play tomorrow. That is interesting. I mean, that might change the spread. Uh, Detroit's a tricky team. I was talking to my my brother-in-law about Detroit because we were talking about – because I said I'm doing a lot of research on these games. I'm like, they're a team that's not that good, but they will – they're going to be spoilers. They're going to spoil some seasons. Mm -hmm. They've beaten good teams. They've beaten the Panthers. They've beaten the Patriots. You know, it's like one of those things where like, oh, they're on our schedule to win, and then they beat you, especially home. They've they've been good Mm -hmm. at home this year. Um, they're a tricky team. The Bears have been riding high. This is a very, very tricky game. It's extremely, for me, I'm having trouble. Um, and also, also for your reference, Marvin Jones for the Lions will be out. I think uh, it's actually, a, you know, it, it, Thursday games have always been high scoring, but I feel like this one is going to be low scoring. That That's the best read I have on it, but it's the game I can read the least. It's the game I can read the least if if you catch my drift. I do. I have a I, – I, it's just very difficult. Especially with all the injuries because Trubisky will be out. Yeah. Um, Marvin Jones and I'm pretty sure Carrion Johnson will also be out. Well, I think he's out for the year or something. Oh, okay. I didn't I didn't catch that. I just I just read the – Yeah, I'm not sure. Specific game. If I'm wrong, somebody do it. Now, the game that I'm most confident about, and maybe this will surprise you, is the next game. That's the game I feel most confident about. Washington, Dallas. I like the skins in this game. I like the skins a lot. They've lost a few tough games in a row. Dallas is riding high. Let's let the schedules kind of even out and regress. And I don't think. Here's another thing. I don't think there's a difference between McCoy and Alex Smith. I think they even get a little better. McCoy is one because McCoy's uh, playing aggressive. I I I completely agree with you. And he won a big game in Dallas as as a quarterback. He's from Dallas, so he's not going to be intimidated. He's not a bad backup. Uh, Dallas is being way overvalued. Just two weeks ago, we were ready to fire everybody. So they've beaten a shitty. We realized the Eagles suck. Yeah. So they've beaten the Eagles that suck, and they've beaten the Falcons that well, you know, just suck. haven't put it together. So you can say it. You can say it. Say it, Matty Goldberg. Say, the Falcons suck. They suck. Okay. So now we're all of a sudden saying all the Dallas is like back to where they were a few years no, ago, which I'm not, not making buying. a playoff push. I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you. Well, they could make a playoff push because their division sucks so bad. I mean, they could win at 8-8. Eight and eight, But if you think they're going to just blow out the skins and be the team they were a few years ago, you're crazy. Um, the only thing Dallas has going for him is, is that this game was always played in uh, Jerry World on Thanksgiving. So they will have a home field advantage. Not not, not like it matters in Dallas much. It's a, it really a doesn't. Transplant city. It, it, it's not a great home field because it's like a spectacle. Yep. As opposed to it's like, like the, the carnival. The carnival is posted up in town. So it's like people aren't even half the people aren't even watching the game. Mm-hmm. It's like going to a fucking like yeah. like a cool bar and you got all this cool shit to do. And like, oh yeah, there's a football game in the background. Yeah. So you got some people that are into it and you got some people that are not into it. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have that. Same like, thing with Atlanta. Same thing with Atlanta. New stadium. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. So like in Seattle, it's like you know that. Those motherfuckers, all they care about is the fucking game. Yep. You know? Saints, Chiefs, 
yeah games like stadiums like that you can tell they're there for the football game not for the new cheeky bar that's going, going yeah so in, across the way so so in jerry world there, there's there's too much going on it just never seems like that crazy home field advantage that you're like oh my god we're intimidated I think teams like going there because it's fun and the facilities are good. Yeah, and awesome facilities. I love the field. Yeah. So I'm really – this is my lock of the – if you want to make money on Thanksgiving, you got to pay a lot of money to buy a turkey. You got your aunts and your uncles coming over that you don't like, your nephews, your nieces, your cousins. They all suck and they're freeloaders. Of course. And you got to put up a couple hundred bucks. Put your money on the skins and enjoy a free Thanksgiving. <laughs> Say thanks, Maddie. Thank, Thank you, you on Maddie Thanksgiving. Goldberg, for the Butterball Turkey Lock of the Week. That is the Butterball French Bread Stouffer's <laughs> Pizza Lock of the Week. The and, and the funny thing, the spread keeps going up. It's not, It was at seven. Now it's seven and a half. Oh, yeah. Take the skins. That is my mortal Thanksgiving. Put your dick in the turkey. Get your cock full of stuffing lock. Sorry, Miss Use it if you listen to the podcast. I don't think she does anymore. I, I think we pissed her off with the Ohio State thing. Right, well, that was on you. Know. That was on yeah. you. <laughs> no, no Christmas for you after that one. No, I've been getting fucking coal and peanut butter. Yeah. Um, I will ride your bet, and we will make an Instagram story of this tonight as soon yes. as I get off the podcast. That way, people can know that don't listen to the episode as soon as it comes out, like some of our loyal fans do. Um, sure. I, I, I would be willing to agree with you. I can't buy Dallas as of yet. Um. I, it, it is a little bit troubling seeing because Alex Smith is the perennial keep you in a game no matter what type quarterback. You know, yeah. he, he won't throw picks to get you out of a game, but he also won't throw pick like touchdowns to get you in a game. He'll just yeah. keep you in it. The game flow, you know, regular type. He, he's, he's, he's Case Keenum with legs. That's the way I look at him. I, I'm a little bit unconfident in the fact that Colt McCoy is making his first real start in a few years. But he years. did, but but he can't. He played great. He played when great he came last in. week. There is a difference between having a week of you thinking about being the starter and you being thrown in without having to think about it. That's I, very true. But but I believe I am, in him though. I am not concerned to the point where I will not bet on the skins. It's it's just the spread is way too high. Hmm. You're 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 valuing the Cowboys as a really good team. No, no, They're I, a team that's that that struggles to win games. You know, like they don't blow out anybody. They had one blowout against Blake Bortles, and all their wins are close, close games. And uh, I just don't see them, you know, like this idea that they've put it together of some sort. They're still the same mediocre Dallas Cowboys with not a lot of offense. Um, I will say this about the Cowboys they have improved offensively speaking in terms of play calling and targets and yards per get yards gained per pass and. The overall look of the offense has gotten more open mm-hmm. since Amari Cooper's came to town. I do yep. think that will do Dak Prescott well. I don't necessarily believe in Dak Prescott as the franchise quarterback, but at this point, you're too late in the game to draft another one. Okay. Um, I'm not super confident in Dak, but they have been playing way better since Amari Cooper came to town. Maybe it's a coincidence. Maybe. Maybe it's not, but well, it helps out. But I don't yeah, think it, it helps. makes that much of an impact. Like no. he's not, he he's not Randy Moss in his prime. He's a decent he's just, wide receiver one, but he's not a game changer. He's not a game changer. He's not even in the class of Julio Jones. He's not in the class of 
uh, Antonio Bryant, Odell Beckham. You know, he has a second, third. He had a, he had his moments a few years ago, but it seems like he's just kind of tailed off a little to being just a solid the dro- wide the receiver. The drops are a problem, and I've also heard yeah. um, on the message boards on Reddit that it's kind of like a mix, but a 50-50 mix between route running and his engine. He didn't really feel yeah. utilized in Oakland, so he didn't try to the highest visibility. I do think that 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 a fresh start helps him, and of course, you're, absolutely, you're, it does you're help. Gonna, you're you're gonna skyrocket whenever you actually get meaningful touches. But let's not crown Amari Cooper as the wide receiver one we always thought he would be. Just you yet. are one hundred percent right. We don't agree on it. We agree and we disagree. We agree on this. We don't. We don't fully agree on a lot of stuff. So let's record that and not. I don't yes. have to put that one up because this is the first. Thing I mean, the thing we disagree the most is is Gordon Hayward is the thing we did, and I also think like I was telling you, I don't know much about the NBA, but I'm like, you were like, well, I said the the Cavs would have win 20 games this year, and they ain't gonna win 20 games. That was wrong. No, no, they they, they may not win 15, especially yeah. with Kevin Love. And you gotta understand, like, think about how great LeBron is. I don't want to make this just how great LeBron is. They almost beat the the Warriors in, in a game last year in the playoffs. And essentially they lost it because one of their players, the players around LeBron are so bad. One of their players was so high on the cush, he didn't know the fucking score. I I will die on this point. J.R. Smith made the right move by being passive in that moment. Who I do pass the blame to is Tyron Now you're going to get, out of all the stuff, the Machado to Pilar, the, uh, the guy, the coach on Ohio State, this might be your dumbest statement yet. Well look, well, look. The coach is ultimately responsible for time management and calling timeouts. This Time- is well, – well, well, but Cohen, this is not the NFL where you're on your 10-yard line there's 10 seconds to go and you take a kneel to get to overtime. He had the ball with the game tied with like five seconds to go. I know. It was, a, it was an offensive rebound that he grabbed. That yeah. He, 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 it was good on him to grab it. How are you going to get yourself out of this one? By blaming Tyron Lue. I am ultimately wrong in the fact that saying that the Cleveland Cavaliers would win so many games, and even though Tyron Lue is no longer their coach, I'm the, the kind of guy who measures a team's success vastly on their head coach and their manager and whatever else in other sports your coach is called. Uh-huh. I should have saw this one coming from a mile away. I'll say that I was wrong. The Cavaliers may not even win twenty games this year, but 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 in, get, in, get back in, to in, this in point about Kyrie. Game, in that particular game, J.R. Smith went above and beyond to even grab that rebound. Have it, did he not grab that rebound? The game's automatically over. Yeah, but if my dad, if my grandpa had a vagina, he'd be my he'd grandma. Be my grandma, and and yes, if. But in basketball. Cohen. My Maybe niece is 11. To. She knew the score. Yes, you are absolutely How do you correct. not know the score of the fucking game? Hey, that Hennessy and that Kush will do it to you. Thank you. All I've got to say, Tyron Lue is ultimately responsible for calling a timeout right there. He, he can't do so much. He can only he can only do so much. And you know, he. The, the truth about the the way LeBron works, and it's fine because he's that good of a player, 
if you coach LeBron, you're you're basically letting LeBron coach. Yeah, like no, he is they, the coach. they got a yes man to ultimately yeah. let LeBron do what exactly. he wants to do. And well, you have to because LeBron is that good and he's and, that smart. And look at David Blatt. They were like 27 and 15 when David Blatt got fired. If you fired yeah. me as the head coach of an NBA team, if I was 27 and 15, I'd kick your ass. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because it, 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 you know, it's LeBron no is the team. And, and you know, we knew Ty- Tyron Lue wasn't really a, a basketball coach. I mean, any team he goes to now, he's going to suck. No, he won't, um, he won't go to a team. He, they, they, everybody they, gets a second chance. They did him and, and Urban Meyer. They did him a favor. They well, they could. These... He could coach the Lakers because again, LeBron's it doesn't really him. matter. It's like LeBron is the coach. He is the coach. So you know, LeBron. I, I'm sure Tyron Lue actually had some real health issues. My issue is that is that, that that's what they say, and uh. I think the forgive for forgive me if I'm misquoting. I this is loose knowledge on shit that I've read months and months and months ago. Cause this even dated back to the end of last season. Tyron Lue was suffering from like really bad, like migraines. Yeah. Like, I get really, migraines every day. Dude. And, it and, sucks. And, and really bad, like pains, like in his head and neck. Like it was like a neurological yeah. kind of thing. Forgive that me if sucks. I'm wrong, but someone please, please, please text me and correct me or hit on the Instagram page or whatever. If I'm wrong, but apparently that is his health issue that he, took the leave of absence from this year and ultimately ultimately ended up in him just not coming back. And Mike yeah. Brown being the interim head coach, which he denied, which is weird. The Cleveland's just a circus right now. Yeah, no, you don't want a coach there. I mean, if you're a coach there, you're just going to lose a lot of games. Well, and, and I mean, Cleveland, be- in Cleveland, you get blamed for, like, a lot of stuff, too. Cleveland's, like, not a great sports city. The fans are loyal, but, like, they're they're ravenous. You know, like, they they, they, they want to have someone to blame for every single thing. And, hey, hey Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like that, too, because it, it's an accountability thing. If we're not good, someone's got to be to blame. Cleveland, it's a different animal. They're they're crazy. Um. Yes. Sorry, one sec. Yeah, the Cleveland fan, that's why I love um, – I love Baker Mayfield just for the fact that to you know the Browns fans are so loyal. They sell that place out all the time, mm-hmm. and they sell it out when they lose every game. And you need a cocky motherfucker to come in there and be like, "I get it. I know you guys are hurting. You 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 need a just a cocky asshole to come in there and try to win games." And he kind of has that swagger, so I think he'll be successful. I, he seems to be turning the Browns around already. And um, it's a good sign for them. They, they have very, very great loyal fans. There's going to be some assholes that probably boo LeBron, but he's done enough for that city. He did all he could do. Uh, they just really never got him like the right help. To and, and the and the Warriors are just too fucking good. There's too well, many and, players. And do you want to know like what I what I respect about LeBron? He made his decision yeah. early in free agency. And not even early yeah. in terms of the calendar, but he sure. informed his team what he was doing. He helped the GM cache in and out players. Um, he yep. told he told Tyron Lue early is what Ty Lue said. Gordon Hayward didn't do that. That's my beef with Hayward. Hayward, That's fine, Hayward, Hayward time, pulled the, time pulled the, the let go and forgive. Time to let go and forgive. I I let go I, I, I will probably, but it, it hurts, Matty Goldberg. You know you know how no. much I love Gordon Hayward. I would talk about him all the time, but it hurts. Now now we're. 
Now we got some football games to talk about on Sunday because this is like our podcast for Thursday. So we'll just go over the games. One of the worst games of the week, Jacksonville-Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo, Jacksonville's three-point favorite, which is crazy. I mean, it's not crazy their favorite. It's just too, to think that they're favorite in any game is nuts. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> Cincinnati's home versus Cleveland, which I think Cleveland can win that game. I think Cincinnati's just... It's kind of weird because you Jackson's going to be coaching for Cincinnati, so that'll be interesting. Um, is AJ Green back? Do, do we know that yet? I do not know that. Um, uh, signs, no, signs will point towards no to me because of how early in the week they've made the no call for the past two weeks for him. And you know what the Bengals do is they shut him down. Like once they realize the season's, the season's over, over they shut, shut him down. down. That, that's a smart thing to do. I wish we would, the Falcons would do that with Julio right now. Well, it's so ridiculous because, like, you're shutting these guys down and you're like, they're football players. They want to play football. And and this is this is where I I am probably wrong on this. I probably yeah. am in the minority of people who sure. say this. Because let's say that you're kind of like me. You don't have the most money in the world. You have a little bit of disposable income. That's because I have no kids and, you know, like, I'm, I'm a college kid. But let's say that you're kind of like me or you have a family and you're kind of under the, under the weather financially. Let's say that you ball out for Christmas and you get some week 16 Falcons tickets. How mad yep. would you be if it was the backups against whoever we were playing? Well, you, yeah, you, know, you like, want to yeah. see it. So the, the players have an obligation to us as fans. Well, it's not their decision. That's the problem. It, and, and it's not. But that that's where the the line gets weird because we, we are the stockholders. We are yeah. the, the driving financial force behind these teams, so we should have a say. Well, here's uh, my we, problem with the Bengals. You shut them down. You guys suck every year. What, are you going to shut them down every every year in week 11? Like, what's the – it's ridiculous. I mean, you guys suck every year. So, like, we're going to shut down your best players, and then it, it turns into a trend. It is, now it, it is embarrassing how, how it's turned into a trend, and, and we can pinpoint this down to the in, anywhere between week 11s and 13, A.J. Yeah. Green will get shut down for the year. Okay, so you got the, the, the Patriots or the Jets. I imagine the Patriots are going to win because they're going to be playing angry after a bye and a tough loss. Um, the Giants, this is kind of interesting. The Giants have an outside chance to win their division. They they're on the road against Philly, but Philly's been so bad. Again, Philly overvalued seven points, which is way too much because yep. they haven't done anything. And the Giants, I think, are three and seven, and that division will probably be won by eight and eight, nine and seven. I'm not saying the Giants are going to run the table, but that division can even be one at seven and nine. I mean, it's the not NFC a good was, the, the NFC South was one at seven and nine one year. The Panthers won it. Yeah, exactly. So the Giants are still playing, and the Eagles are still getting valued as the Super Bowl team, you know, which is not who they are. So you know what's funny about that Jacksonville Buffalo game? Sorry to cut you off, but uh, the over under is at fucking thirty seven. Just go over all these is, games isn't that, that are under forty. I go over. I think every game has hit over. Like the Buffalo Jets was under, it was thirty nine. It was fifty something odd points. Yep. Any any guys, a little tip. Anytime they they tempt you with really low low points, go fucking over. This um, is the way the NFL is going nowadays with offense. Another bad game. Tampa Bay's at San Francisco. At uh, 
Does this start at? Why does it say it starts at one o'clock? Oh no, it's in Tampa Bay. Okay, yeah. my bad. Um, Carolina's home versus Seattle, which is a really really competitive game. Baltimore and Oakland. It's a twelve point uh, Ravens. Um, they're the favorite. I don't know who's playing quarterback. Oh, if Jackson's playing quarterback, I would take Oakland. If, give me those twelve points. I don't, because, because he's not like going to throw the ball. He's not going to throw the ball and kill you. So they're going to win by running the ball and taking clock. And, and Oakland can move the ball. Oakland has a terrible defense, but they can move the ball a little. Um, the Chargers will get their. You know, they'll get back on. They'll be playing angry. I don't know if they'll cover. It's a. It's a high spread versus Arizona. I actually like Arizona to cover in this one, but I think the Chargers win by seven or ten points. Mm-hmm. Then we have a really interesting one. Pittsburgh's at Denver. Denver's always giving Pittsburgh trouble. Uh, Denver, even going back, and, and Denver's been playing very good lately to try to save Vance Joseph's job. Yeah, they've been playing very competitive. I do think Pittsburgh's on a nice little roll. This is a, I haven't decided on this one, but I'm kind of leaning towards Pittsburgh. Then we get to I would say I would, I, would, I would say Pittsburgh uh, most definitely. I feel like they've handled the yeah. Le'Veon Bell situation very well by continuing the next man up mentality. And I, I, I know that sounds cliche. Well, no, I mean, they fig- John, they figured out how awesome. They, yeah. Oh yeah. I was going to say, like, you're, you're getting just as much, like the stats are almost identical between the two. Exactly. And I, I hate, so I'm, I'm not a Livian Bell fan. Cause there's, there's games that he does nothing. Mm-hmm. There's games that he tears it up against bad defenses. But when you need a guy to go through the hole, he doesn't do that. He's a he's a he's a he's a running back where, you know, he needs a lot of things to happen as opposed to like giving you those tough four yards. So I'm not a Levian Bell fan. I think he's a pain in the butt, and I think the Steelers have rallied around that he's that he's kind of been a dickhead. That's what great head coaching gets you. Mike Tomlin is an awesome head coach, probably top three in the league. Well, he's done an amazing job because the ship was sinking. Everybody was like, he's lost the locker room. That it was a mess. That you know, you know, it was just a terrible situation. Antonio Brown didn't seem happy, and they turned it around. I don't. I still think the Chiefs are better than them. Oh yeah. But with Andy Reid, anything can happen. In a playoff game, I would take the Steelers right now. So then we go to another Sunday night, another Kirk Cousins Sunday night versus Green Bay, and I'm really losing faith in Kirk Cousins and. The last I think three games Green, hadn't been good. The last three games have not been good at all for him. And Green Bay is the type of team that this is where they kind of turn it on, and they've lost some tough games. They've shown signs. You know, they, they played the Rams all the they way to the end. They tied this game in week three, didn't they? Yeah. This was the tie? Yeah, this is the tie, and it really took that crazy uh, Clay Matthews hit on Kirk Cousins to give him a second chance. Mm-hmm. To get the game tied, and then a lot of missed field goals in overtime where the Vikings should have won, but they should have lost. So it's a very evenly matched game, and this is kind of where Green Bay takes over. And I just don't – I'm just really disappointed in Kirk Cousins. I thought he was going to be the guy to take that Vikings and give him that next step, and he's, 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 he's not. He still could be, but the, la- the first five games – you were, you were still thinking that you were pumped up, but when, okay. but you're always like, when is it going to be? When are you going to come around? Yep. Like when? And he has, we're waiting. So 
I'm I'm leaning on Green Bay, and then I'm leaning on Green Bay to cover, but because it's three and a half right now is what I have. It'll be a field goal game. I think Minnesota edges it out though. So Monday night game, probably at the beginning of the year, everybody's like, "Wow, this is the worst game ever," but now now it's turned into a good game. So we got your Bill O'Brien, the 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 Texans have won seven or eight in a row versus Tennessee, and I guess the line is off because. that I guess they don't know if Mariota is going to play or not. He'll probably end up suiting up. Um, however much they say game time decision, whatever. Mariota is the kind of guy who will try to play. And mm. Vrabel, I think this is, this is going to sound very weird because the offensive output that Mariota gives you isn't very much in terms of numbers. But he's very versatile. He's very fast. He, um, despite a few turnover problems, he's an ultimately pretty good game manager. So I feel like for the Titans to have a chance at all, Mariota has to play. So I oh, feel yeah, like he, he will. does. I mean, I'm still the jury's out on him. I think he's a he's an average quarterback. He has his moments, but I don't think he's accurate enough. He also has like a lot don't. of upside too, though. You know, yeah. his 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 sure. his downside we could match with upside, and I think that. At his point, he's basically a bit of a late bloomer. He should he sure. should be showing us more right now. He's not, I just, but, but we still have faith that he could. I just uh, think he doesn't hit those dimes. Like the guys like Breeze, the Rodgers, the Bradys, they hit the dimes. And they also, one thing about them is they uh, – they the Breeze and Brady especially, they have you beat before the play even starts. Yep. The like, way they, they, they know they, the they matchup. the line, the way they call out the yep. mics, the way that they run run the offensive line. They know what wide receiver is against your slow linebacker, and they're going to exploit it. They know who's got the single coverage. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if Mariota has that ability to be that type of guy, and that's what it takes to be the best. I like what you say. The jury is still out. Let um, My jury, specifically in my head, is still out until he gets a number one legitimate wide receiver. Well, they tried. They drafted that kid. Corey Davis isn't cutting it. Too many drops. Too many drops. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's your schedule. What, how, what time, what do we got on time right now? Um, I think we got a few more minutes. Let's go over a few of the college games that are going on. Okay. So you got Washington, Washington state. Um, what is that line at right now? Cause I'm, I think it's like seven. You know, let me look. Hold on. Okay. No, actually, no, it's not Washington, Washington state. Washington State is favored by two and a half points. That's ridiculous. At home. It's, it's a little close. No respect for Washington State. We got to go high on Mike, my fucking man, Leach. Hey, I am. I, I'll keep on betting. I think they're like 9 and or 10 and 0 against the spread this year so far. 9 and 1. 9 and 1. 9 and 1 against the spread this year so far. Yeah. I just don't know how Washington is very mediocre. Of course, they have talent. And Washington State's been blowing teams out now. They're getting better as the season's going on. They're at home. They're not even on the road. They're at home. I know it's a rivalry game, but you know they're going to be pumped up to kick the shit out of Washington. And is the 49-and-a-half over-under kind of low for you? I'm thinking about Washington dying has a good on the over. Yeah, we, gotta, we, we, we should just pound Washington State in the over. Just a nice parlay. Well, Gardner Minshew, he had fucking like seven or eight touchdown passes in his last game. Like Mike Leach always orchestrates the best passing attack in, in college football. It's been this way for the past eight years. All right, this is what you need to do. Make a story, say, for your Thanksgiving needs, Thursday, the skins, 
with the spread, Washington State. You're welcome. Thank you. We know our shit. Yeah. Um, two and a half kind of scares me. I might buy back up into three and a half, buy like the whole full point, just because yep. I'm I'm like that. I like that cushion of a whole field goal. Sure. But my 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 heart wants me to just take Mike Leach. As I think they're going to blow him out. I think you think it's so? going to be a blowout. Absolutely. Wow. I don't even think it's going to be a close game. Wow. Um. I hope. I think Washington is way overvalued in this game. You want to know way what? overvalued. You, you might have changed my mind. I might not buy back the full point. I might, I might just keep just it. Just buy a half. Buy a half. Keep it at three. If they push, they push. Yeah. That's okay. what I do. I always. I only do a half a point. Nice. I like that. What about Florida? Florida what? State. Does Willie Taggart have any chance to build the momentum that he had against that win against Boston College against number eleven? Well, the funny. Florida? The funny thing was, well, Boston College's backup quarterback was in. He was. He's not a. Uh, you know, it would have been a much different story if their regular quarterback was in. I mean, I've watched them play, and they're so unorganized, so many dumb penalties. They're just – it's just not organized. But, again, when you make a big signing, you probably got to give him another year. Mm-hmm. But, God, it's especially, even awful. Especially for college, the way that re- like the recruiting works. Like, there's yeah. no free agency period in college. You know, like you have to wait the time period to get your guys in. So sure. I'm I, I'm with you. I, I I like Taggart. I think he's I, a, oh he's brutal, brutal. But this year has been very, 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 very bad for him. He, like he's just said, he's very unorganized. Let an off let an off season happen. Let let um, at least one class of his guys get in, and maybe he'll turn it around. I don't have the confidence to say that he will because of what he showed what, me this year. You know like, what's. What's the over/under on Oklahoma West Virginia? Because I'm noticing all those games just take the over, like 70, 80 points. Fuck it, take the over. Because Oklahoma's defense is so damn bad too. Yeah. What's the over/under on that game? What time is that game being played at? I'm trying to look for it I, right now. I think it's the night. There's two great night games on Friday. So Friday you got Washington, Washington State, and you got Oklahoma West Virginia. Then Saturday night you got Notre Dame, uh, USC, which is Probably Notre Dame will win easily, but it's still a playoff game. You know, it's still a game that it's an important game. And then in the morning, for me, 9 a.m. Wow. I'll def- I don't mean to cut you off, but this over-under is at 83 and a half. You see, it's so goddamn tempting to take the under. I, I, I'm it's... taking the under. I, 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 Me, myself, willingly, I cannot sign up for two ranked teams playing each other. I can't bet they'll score both forty points. That's just that's just the way it is. Like I'm not a I don't. Uh, ride let me tell you something. Like when you when you when you see it's thirty one thirty at halftime, you're gonna be like, oh, what the fuck yeah, sandwich? No, I'll, I'll be like, damn, I'm gonna eat my shit. I mean, right there. I mean, I know it's like you're just like, wow, that's insane. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they might cover that before the fourth quarter starts. God. Another thing too is. You I'm might to hedge it. I'm about to hedge it. You might you might be like it might be twenty four, you might need twenty four points at the over. There's four minutes to go. And that's gonna there's gonna be four it. touchdowns. Yep. hmm I agree. And it's a scary thing because the funny thing about these teams, and I saw that with the Rams and the Chiefs, is they don't have good defenses, but they have defenses that score a lot of points. So the Rams have what, two defensive touchdowns. Opportunistic uh, defenses. Yeah. So it's like 
well, they're not going to play defense, but they will help you get the over because they're going to get some, you know, defensive touchdowns. And 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 the the way that I see football, um, a lot of people. This is going to take sixty seconds, but a lot of people think that it's very weird for me to commentate football. Especially, I I, I could see that you would think this as well because we never played. Um, nah, we we have a right to talk about. It. We're but, fans. We we watch every game. We're yeah. As I, I say, watch we're a not lot just of football. fans. We watch a lot of football. Yeah. Me and you both know how many TVs I have, and I'll set up four fucking games on Saturday night at once. You know, like we exactly. we, we see football, and the way that those good defenses help you out, and it may not be a good defense, but it may be an opportunistic defense that forces turnovers and can make a big hit exactly. here and there and kind of like force the game to kind of go off its line. Uh-huh. Field position. Let's say that somebody gets a pick, you get the ball at the 50 instead of at the 10-yard line. That automatically creates points. So I, 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 I do like the over for that reason. I mean, it's a, it's the, one of the highest overs I've ever seen. Me too. I'd like to know the record. I mean, that's... I probably, I probably will not take the over. God damn, it's tempting. I mean, another thing too. I don't mean to go way in the future, but if we get a Saints Chiefs Super Bowl, we're looking at a hundred and two and a half. We're looking at a sixty-five, sixty-six point line to start, which is insane. In the Super Bowl. Yeah, crazy. Which Um, is fun. What about Georgia? Georgia Tech. I'm pretty sure Georgia right now is a seventeen point favorite. See, I'm not, I don't really want to touch that game gambling. I think Georgia will win by anywhere from 10 to 20. But it's one of those games where it's hard to really predict because you know Georgia's going to be looking forward. So it's like, uh-huh. yeah, you want to take care of business, but you also – it's kind of like Michigan last week with Indiana. They struggled a little, but they're lo- they're looking to Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. You know? They didn't um, play their best game because they want their best game to be this Saturday. So it's I, a tricky one to 100%. bet on. I agree 100%. Um, 17 is a very tricky line. It makes me want to take Tech plus a 17. Yep. But yeah. you, well, with Georgia Tech specifically, I don't know if you know a lot about Georgia Tech or not. But a lot of, I know fans, not. A lot of fans don't particularly love Paul Johnson. Not because yeah. of the, the option, not because of wh- whatever he does during the game, but it's because his practices are so, and his game prep is so, what's the word? Um, well, that's the thing, too. They get behind. They don't have a team to come back. And, and you don't know which team is going to come out. You no, could, you don't. They're, you could, you yeah. could have the Georgia Tech team that comes out and puts fucking 35 points at the half against U- USF. And then in the second half, you have the team that scores seven points and gets beat on a comeback. The so one Georgia last Tech is a very hard team to bet on. Exactly. And the one last game I guess we should talk about is Central Florida will be trying to do another undefeated season. South Florida is a, a solid team, but not, you know, not really in their class. And I guess they're going to go undefeated in the regular season again. I don't see South Florida beating them. And I hope they play a really good team in the bowl just to – shut the people up because you know they're just not in the class of Alabama and Clemson and Michigan you know they're they're a little outside they're 10 to 15 they just don't play a tough schedule um so I also see t- I, I see three games more that I'm just going to ask you about um really quick I see South Carolina at number two Clemson 
It's a large spread. Yeah, that's the hard part. Six and a half. I want to take South Carolina, but then again, Trevor Lawrence could come out and throw fucking five touchdowns in the first half and just. Well, Clemson's D is getting better and better. Their defense is just getting better and better, and that's the thing. So I can't give you a definitive answer right now on what. That's I a tough one. What up? What What I'm going to do is I'm going to investigate the injury report for South Carolina. I'm going to look at the rosters compared to see if I can see matchups, and then I'm going to mm-hmm. make a decision. But if you had to put a gun to my head, I would take South Carolina plus 26.5 right now. Yeah. So we move on to Kentucky at Louisville. Um, Louisville is 17-point dogs at home, but they just fired Bobby Petrino, and they have been atrocious this year. They've been atrocious, but again, it's a it's a in state game. Kentucky also doesn't run offense to where they run up the score much. They no. bleed clock and not score. So yeah. could you see Louisville like covering seventeen? I like them covering. Nice. I also think they probably hate Bobby Petrino, the players. Mm-hmm, so too. whoever's coaching, they're going to try to play harder. For I, them. Hey, that, that's a great take. I love that. Fuck Bobby Petrino as a Falcons fan. I'm sure you know about all that. Um, oh, I do. He, he just, could. He, he could. He let. He's he a lot die. worse than Gordon Hayward, that's for sure. Oh, he is, and and, and I should hate Petrino more than Hayward, but I. Do. I wouldn't say he should die, but I, you know, he was banging that hot chick while riding a motorcycle, so he's been yeah. doing okay with himself. Yeah, he has. Um, this is the last game that we're going to talk about, or two more games we're going to talk about in terms of college. Number seven, LSU at Texas A and M. LSU has two and a half point dogs on the road at Texas. Well, this is a this is a really tough game because they. You know, they've had trouble on the road. They played Auburn really yeah. close. They got beat by Florida. Um, it's a tough – They're, you know, it's a, it's not going to be an easy game. It's a game where they can easily lose this. I, I'm going to stay away from it. I want to say one what other thing, too. What if I put a gun too. to your head? What if I put a gun to your head? Who do you, get, who do you got? Again, LSU I'll say all that's new, but that's my heart. That's Me my too. heart saying. Me too. I like that. Notre Dame at USC. USC is 11.5-point dogs at home. So this is sad because I was hoping USC would give him a game and and maybe you know shuffle things up, but Notre Dame is just so efficient right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I see them. There. Yeah, I don't see him having any trouble. Okay, I like that. And by the way, the girl and the chain smokers. I don't know if you watched the halftime at the the game, Monday night game, but I know, you know yeah, ESPN, those have, the Hyundai Genesis halftime shows always are fucking terrible. I don't like. I just want to say something about the the chain smokers. They're so smart. Their music sucks. The same so three bad. beats every song, but that's how you make pop music. But then they get these girls to sing, and like I don't remember how the song goes, but that girl I surely remember. Whoever the fuck she is, I remember her. But they just like just god awful stuff. We should get a really good looking girl on this, so people we are like, should, "Well, oh they god. suck." Yo, we would, that girl. We, would, we would have too much wave on us to where we would we wouldn't even be able to podcast because they might be like, "Where's the bitch at? Where's the hot chick?" Yeah, show me your boobs. Like, fucking well, there you go, Cohen. Males do that. That's the comedy of Cohen used right there, bringing it hard. It wasn't even comedy. That's the sad thing. That was that was I was being completely dead ass serious. All right, one last question before we go. Do you give your Falcons any fucking chance of a, a, a giant Thanksgiving upset? No. Not at all. Yeah, I agree with you. Especially like, like, like without Deion Jones. Um, I do have a little bit of, of a reprieve, though. A lot of people in Atlanta have been – like I actually had three people, three separate people not connected in, in any way, text me yeah. 
over the past week saying, hey, you know what? You were right about Dan Quinn. Maybe we shouldn't have thought you were an idiot for – well, unfortunately, they'll give him another year after yeah, yeah, this. So, unfortunately, and, and, and me and you ultimately do agree on that. Yeah, it but, sucks uh, because when you get you when you get to the Super Bowl, you get a couple extra seasons to fuck up. My my only point is is that look at his other seasons. The outcome of them have not been good. His first season, we no. went five and zero, oh, and then went eight and eight. Ultimately, missed the playoffs. Second season, go to the Super Bowl. Third season, lose lose to the Eagles in a game that you should have won by twenty, and then this season is this season. You know, you know, it's really sad. It's like when you say go to the Super Bowl, I can just feel the pain in your voice. I just we had feel won it. that Super Bowl. But even Patriots just, fans that I know text me and be like, "Yo, you guys were definitely the better team that day." But I, I was sitting next to my buddy Joe Prano. It was tw- it was twenty eight to three, and it's not even when the Patriots were driving. And I said to him, I was like, it's been a great run. Like, I, I, I'm upset, but you know what? It's been an incredible run, man. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was kind of giving the concession speech. Yep. Um, and I just kind of feel the momentum. I was I was with our boy Jeremy Kuhn. Um, his fraternity yeah. had rented out a bar in Buckhead, yeah. which is the rich yeah. part of northern Atlanta, where mm-hmm. I work at, actually, at the Linux bar. Sure. And, oh, yeah. fuck, I, I shouldn't have said where I worked. God damn it. But, um... Nobody's going to kick your ass. I was about to say, I hope. If you're going to come kick my ass, you better take all my, all my money too so I can claim insurance. But mm-hmm. I told Jeremy, like as soon as Robert Alford picked off Tom Brady for the pick six, make it 28-3, to everybody's jumping up and down. Everyone's saying, no, I think I was 21-3, right? 20, it was 21 yeah, 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 and then there, was, then there was one more scored. I was like, yeah. damn it. Like He was like, oh, okay, let's plan the parade. And I was with him. I was hype. I was excited. And then I looked for a second. And I was. I kind of calmed down. I kind of looked, stared at the projector yeah. screen. And I was like, wait, let's not crown them yet. You know, like this is the Falcons. This is the same team that have blown these type of leads before. Yeah. I'm sad to say that I didn't predict the comeback, but I left, left the option open to a comeback. Uh, mm-hmm. But to get back to your original question, the Super Bowl sucked, I know. But to get back to the original question, no. I did not give the Falcons a chance in hell. Yeah, I'm going to just ride the Saints. But my big bet, Skins minus 7.5. Find me on Instagram at Matty Goldberg. Tweety at Ma- Twitter at Matty Goldberg 1. I got to do go get ready to do a comedy show tonight. I love you. Happy Thanksgiving. Where are you, to Where are you playing? Love yourself. This place called Flappers. You like it? Yeah, but I'm going to be on the East Coast. So, um... If you guys go to my Instagram or Twitter next week, Thursday, Friday, I'll be in Atlantic City doing comedy, and then Saturday in Fairfield, Connecticut, and Sunday in New York City. So I'm going on a little tour. I'll be able to watch football, though. Don't worry about it. I'll still be catching up with everything. Uh, we're not I just worried. need to get out and do some comedy. And, we and, know uh, Degenerate Matty Goldberg will be listening to or yeah. will be watching football. And let me tell you the beauty of uh, Jersey – is I'll be there Thursday, Friday. Gambling is legal, sports gambling. So oh, I'll be that was putting... one of the new states that got enacted, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Correct. Absolutely. I love it. I'm going to run because I think my dogs are about to go crazy. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Give my best to the U's family. Thank you. And uh, much love. Okay, brother. All right, Maddie. Much love. Ladies and gentlemen, you can find me at Cohen underscore Hughes on Instagram. Um, search that name on Facebook and you can find me. I don't do Twitter. Twitter's full of idiots. Um, too many unsolicited opinions for no reason. Um, Snapchat, fucking Reddit, fucking Napster, Zoom, whatever else you want to find me on. Um, um, 
I just really hope you guys have a good Thanksgiving, and please, please, please take the bets that Matty gives you because he is the savant. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 38 of the Daily Degenerate Podcast. Hope you enjoyed.